We are live. JW Megawake Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And today, you're in for a special treat. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Andrew and Dr. Valentine. Hello. Hi. Howdy. Yeah, thank you for having us. Crowd is going wild. Yeah, yeah. How was the commute over here? Oh, it was was like video games, right? We, We won, though. Intense. I called an audible. You, you know, GPS was sa- yeah. GPS was saying you know take Petrero all the way to 21st. I'm like, nah, we got to get off Petrero. If we want to get there one minute early, we got to get we got to get off yeah, Petrero. Yeah. Got off Petrero on 18th. Cut over. Yeah, did a little the old Florida to 21st. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically, we owned the commute. Gosh, I think we taught a few people a few things too. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, if you really know the streets of San Francisco, I feel like with GPS, it's almost like a waste to even pull yeah. it up. I use it for reference, you know, you know, general get the vibe of you know what it thinks is going on in the city, and then I just freestyle it from there. I mean, I love having a computer yell at me and tell me I'm going the wrong way. You know, it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. We were definitely at a spot where we were supposed to turn left, and it's all turn right. Stupid computer. Oh, gosh. I had somebody from L.A. that was in town visiting, and they were just like all about ways because in L.A., it's like you're dependent on it. Well, San Francisco, I mean, and there was a Giants game going on, so that's another dynamic. And this thing was having us drive around in circles, and I'm sitting here. He doesn't realize. He's like, oh, you make a left. Make another left. Make another left. I'm like, do you realize we just went around in a circle? Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to be nice about it, but Mm -hmm. you realize... It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Well, driving is, is, it sucks. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. to have like a car in the city, it seems to be like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not the convenience uh, it once was. Comes with a lot of baggage. I have really bad road rage. My, ma- I just turn into a, a macho potty mouth when I'm driving. It's hilarious. We're probably <laughs> a lot similar than you think. Oh man. Yeah. My, it's pretty real. It's pretty real. Road, I, uh, road rage is real, people. Be safe. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of, I don't know. Do you feel like vocally, did any of that come from that? Just yelling at people? That rage? <laughs> well, yeah. If you want to <laughs> yell at people without ruining your voice, you have to use some very specific techniques. You know? Yeah. I shout coward a lot when I'm, I'm like, <laughs> go, you coward! Go, go, go! Work um, on the articulation and stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. My my dad had road rage oh, I was too. Waiting for that. Yeah, my <laughs> dad too. It was my dad goes, Come on. Uh, uh, okay, so okay, so you wanna miss the light. Okay, so you wanna miss okay, you actually want to miss the light. Okay. God <laughs> He's just like What shade of green do you want? <laughs> Dude. So what is the I'm trying to think of what the, the best road rage thing you could say is I remember there was something my dad had said almost like haunted me. He said it, and I just couldn't believe he said it. And somebody had driven by. I don't know if this is going to be a good icebreaker, but... Oh, maybe not. Maybe I'll save it for later. But basically, (laughs) it's so bad that I remember haunting me in my sleep. I remember it to this day. I was just like, whoa. I mean, how do you respond to like something like this? He's like, oh, yeah, maybe not. Hey, Dad, I'll, I'll keep that to myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us during the, when we're playing the next song. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I had a funny little, not really road rage, but I was driving to work the other day, and I was kind of, you know, it was a peaceful neighborhood, and I was rolling some stops, and some guy's walking his dog. He's all, nice stop! And I was all, thank you, nice dog! 
And actually, I meant it. There's like a slight auditory processing. Yeah. Like I realized he was pissed off at me, but I, he did have like a really nice. It was like one of those Weimar Reimerums or whatever. Or no, 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 a Ridgeback. That's what it was. The Ridgeback. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the the the, the 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 Ridge. Like the lion hunting dogs. On its back. Yeah. yeah. Or I think that's. <laughs> I think that's oh, what yeah. the one's referring to. It's good to be back here. I haven't been uh, to this location for maybe. Ten years. Yeah, so it was it was Pirate Cat Radio right. before. I went on the. Does Diamond Dave do anything here anymore? Yeah, I saw him the other day. No, I've seen him around. Yeah, we. I went on his show. Me and my uh, you know, former partner, former. We used to play music together too. Came on here a little long time ago. It's a cool spot. It's changed. Like it really. There used to be like a counter in there. Yeah. They had like a cafe kind of thing going for a while, selling donuts and stuff. <laughs> but it's gone now. Yeah, so I don't know if it's like behind the closet, that kind of thing, if anyone out there has ever been here. But I, I have heard that, you know, the coffee and, you know, you need to have a certain kind of permit. That'd be kind of cool. You pile people in here. Mm. People just wander in here sometimes. You're just like, oh, hey. I remember the first time I was on here, which is maybe we're talking like 10 years ago now. Um, we actually had a band. We were set up in your in your live room over there, whatever you call that area, your performance room. And I didn't have a bass drum, so I was just stomping on the floor. Awesome, yeah. yeah but yeah, it was yeah. totally like you know, getting you could pick. It was picking up in the mic. You know, when you stomp on the floor next to any microphone, you can hear like a, a dull thud. So it just <laughs> got the job done. I'm all here for floor stomping. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. So this new project, and where I know you have a lot of projects going on, a lot of exciting things. So, um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you to just say that, I mean, you're a guitarist is just like so short of that. You know, I mean, you're so much, you've got so many different things going on. He's a rhythm guitarist. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I do lead. I can, yeah, I can yeah, play leads yeah, can too. Lead. It's, leads are fucking overrated though, to be honest. Um, Rhythm's really important, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. And I'm good at it too. That just you know banging out rhythm mm-hmm. but this th- this project we're doing it doesn't have a name yet we don't we don't think we're going to give it a name like sean and i playing together i think we'll just maintain our independent identities you know mm-hmm. join it with an amber sand and then uh you know you know give it the old it is what it is <laughs> an umlaut or two maybe yeah you know? yeah <laughs> diacritics i feel like but. you know when it's right like the name like just comes to you you know yeah yeah we we've, we 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 kind of talked about it but it's just it's mr andrew and sean valentine pretty mm-hmm. much um, doctor, doc. Sorry, doctor. Yes, he didn't so go to got another doctor. Valentine's yeah. school for seven years yep. to be called. Just that is awesome. Regular Valentine, but it's pretty um, official, yeah. But this sort of was like it wasn't like born out of necessity, but it was like the idea that we wanted to play music together and like. Uh, well, it was I guess initially you asked me like you want to do an acoustic duo, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then it was like we want to play on the street, like we want to be able to take what we're doing and do it on the street corner. I'm just um. And that's been the focus. I mean, we've gone out. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Over the past couple months, you know, maybe a dozen yeah, times. Maybe a dozen times. Yeah. And um, the street's been good to us and gives us, you know, a you know, stage to practice on. And it's free. It's free. No, you, we, and you get paid. And you get paid. More than a regular show. What's that called when you don't have to pay for it, but you actually get paid to. D- oh, it's almost like a job. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no. It's cool. It's also pure sport too to get uh-huh. out there on the street and just Busking. be like, we're gonna 
play three sets back to back. You know, take out there for a few hours. Stretching is very important. You know. <clears throat> yeah. So I feel like you know, even then, while somebody's calling in a little bit too early, we're going to be taking calls in about ten minutes. Um, so I feel like with um, with busking, I mean, that's definitely an art in itself. But and a lot of times, you feel like you can get in front of almost more people on the street than at a show in some cases. Yeah. I mean, I've totally. had plenty of shows with three people in the audience. Yeah. Usually it's James Conrad. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at the look on his face. Yeah. He really didn't say anything. I was trying to think. I was actually thinking, I was trying to think of the other two. Yeah. I think maybe they all three were James Conrad, yeah. actually. <laughs> It was, yeah. He moves really fast. <laughs> um, but, no, definitely. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of, st- I think we, we we do that a lot. Compare the experience of, like, going out and playing on a street corner versus the experience of, like, basically what we're going to do tomorrow night. Like, show at, a, show at a bar or something like that. And, like, the pros and cons or whatever. And with busking, it's, like, it, it kind of... First of all, we're looking very much looking forward to playing tomorrow night. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be nice to play yeah, somewhere yeah, that yeah. has a bathroom. Um, yeah, right. horseshoe. Yeah, they got, but, a, uh, they got a three-seater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> plenty of options. Yeah, but no, it's uh, with busking. You just you decide when you want to go out and for how long you want to do it. And there's no obligation to promote it or um, whatever. And yeah, and also there's there's plenty of shows I played where I don't really even make any money. You know. And I give a good chunk of my time, like like a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, playing at a a local venue. I know which uh, one. The milk bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said uh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, nope. No, it was the show was actually a, a fine show, and I, I have really no complaints. But it was a lot of work, you know. I well, yeah, like like you know, I had to post on Instagram about it, and uh, <laughs> Sean made flyers, and we had two rehearsals. That was a good and flyer. I, it was a good flyer. Yeah. I had T-shirts made, and um, you know, I spread the word. I I did all the necessary steps you should do when you have a local show at a local venue, and and you want to make money and have an audience. But the amount of work, and, and I didn't get a fucking dollar from that show. I mean, there was money that was made at the door, but it wasn't much, and it. The right thing to do is to give it to the touring act that had you know six hundred miles to drive the next oh, day or whatever. Right. Hashtag car talk. But they were, they were going to Eugene Car Talk. That's right. Yeah, Car Talk. Yeah. yeah, cool. Shout out great to band for, mm-hmm. from L.A. Uh, they were actually in town with Jake Tittle, who's back in SF tonight. We're gonna go run off and see him after the show. Oh, fun. But yeah, all the money from the door went to them. I sold a little bit of merch, you know, not enough to get me out of the red, but. But yeah, but that's that's what it can be like playing a show at a venue, and you know, whereas we went out on. Was it Tuesday night? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of on a whim. We were actually recording the tunes we we're going to play later for the show, but uh, we did met up, recorded, and then we went out on the street and we made like over fifty bucks. You mm-hmm. know? I mean, we between two of us, so I guess you could say we each took over twenty five bucks. But still, like you guys found a good corner. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we're not going to tell you which one mm-hmm. either because that's ours. First rule of busking. It's not really a rule. Just you should know busking is very territorial. Sean and I are like a street gang. No, yeah. I got brass knuckles. It's true. That's I got a switchblade. So mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I could tear a white clock hand in half. <laughs> yeah, Sean's gonna... You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, yeah. the uh, I was in the tenderloin busking. Now, that was a trip. I was trying to go to these awkward hey, kind of places. money there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So that was what was kind of a trip about it. Well, people, people were afraid of me. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, um, but 
No, busking's busking's cool. Busking's a sport. It's um, yeah, it's it's good for like this. It's good for the soul to just like. I don't know. I always feel really good after it. It's like going to the gym. or I mean, I've never been to the gym, but I'm told it feels really good. It's like go to the gym, and then afterwards you're like tired, and you're just like, oh, I just need to like put on my jammies and chill. You're just covered in grime at the end yeah. of it. You're tired. You're counting $1 bills. Your joints hurt. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's just like busking. Um, but yeah, I always feel good. I always sleep well afterwards. You know, after going out on the street for like four hours, like I go home, like I don't even want to turn on the TV. I'm like, I. There's plenty of entertainment just yeah. walking by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, st- we're, we 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 play at a very busy corner in the Castro, and there's tons of stuff to see. Naked naked men. <laughs> just like the like, same like the same two yeah. guys too. Like. We've seen these, these two naked guys. Like they go out together sometimes too, but there was a third one—the guy wearing the beret. Yeah. The guy wearing the yeah. beret didn't even cover up his hog; he was fully hog out. Not even oh, like wow. a sheet. Yeah. yeah, the other ones wear like a little oh sheet, like the most the most minimal bit of fabric you can. It's and dedication, one of them wears, really. One yeah. of them wears a scarf too. It's so. There's something a scarf. And this just is like really just naked. a scarf. This is San Francisco in like January. It's like 50 degrees out. Yeah. You know? No, it, it's definitely been cold. So it was cold. You could tell by the way you look. <laughs> I, you know, I can't. Jesus. I can't even tell. You know, uh, I didn't. I didn't get a good long look at any yeah. of their hogs. <laughs> don't look down. Um, I don't know. It's like uh, whatever the uh, you know the size of your hog. It's it's not about the size of the hog. It's about how confidently you can yeah, walk right. around yeah. naked. That's true. Oh my gosh! You can walk around with your hog out. It doesn't need to be a uh, you know. I brought my mom to the Folsom Street Fair thinking it was a farmer's market. <laughs> it was well, that's a like, meat market. <laughs> well, there was, a, there was a, you know, this this dad and his kid were walking down the street and they were, this guy was like, I don't know what he's trying to impress someone with that. <laughs> trying to like make a comment. He was sizest. Yeah, he was saying that. basically saying that this guy, did. yeah. Oh my gosh. Whatever, You guys dad. do probably very well on that corner. Yeah, I mean, I think we we've been steadily... I don't know. We kind of we do pretty well. Mm-hmm. We almost made like a hundred one night. Yeah, that's good. You guys must be kicking some ass. Yeah, it's always it's good practice, and it's like a, it's a good chance for like because we started this kind of acoustic project like back in the fall, um, and we didn't really have any idea like what we we're gonna do or where it was gonna go. It was like oh, we'll just start playing a bunch of folk songs. Yeah, it's like which and we'll song? See where it do you know this song? Yeah. Okay, cool. Those are the best when it just like organically comes together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, we could sing harmonies. And then you get, then once you have that, you know, some harmonies, like two instruments going. That's yeah. enough to make it sound full right there. Yeah. We've run through a lot of songs, too. We kind of, and we'd swap stuff out. Mm-hmm. Pick the songs that are the best. And, like, the street becomes the lab, then you can kind of see, like, if we start playing a song and somebody drops in a $5 bill, it makes you think, good sign. Mm, maybe this is a good sign, yeah. Maybe this is a good song. Milk it. What is the best compliment you've gotten on the street? I don't know. What is the... Probably like Jerry would approve. Oh, Jerry. We played some Grateful yeah, Dead. Jerry would approve. I think uh, we got the classic, hey, you guys have got it. I don't know what it is, but you got it. <laughs> he didn't That's say, awesome. I don't know what it is, but yep. he just said we got it. That was a nice thing. There's some guy walking around, like, speaking Sanskrit, playing a singing bowl, who was very excited when we lit up the joint. Mm. You know? That sounds nice. And actually, yeah. funny enough, I think it's 420. Oh, yeah. Ew. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let me just. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, not really. Oh It'd my be like god. Like Elon Musk. <laughs> There's nothing. That's no, so actually, cool. hey Jamie, pull that up. A billionaire <laughs> taking a rip. He didn't really inhale it. I think he just went. He was like, Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Elon Musk doesn't know what weed is. Come. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. know his background. I mean, didn't he get in a bunch of trouble? Like, like Tesla stocks, like were a little rumbly after that, just because the entire world's run by prudes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what's real anymore. Yeah, me neither. I don't believe it. I'm, I mean, money. Did he even inhale? Did, did the stock really plummet? Like, did did he have sex with that woman? <laughs> is Elon Musk, I've never been in the same room as him. He could be a fucking hologram. I I don't know. No, I, do, yeah, I, yeah. I straight up don't know what's real. And there's like a lot of false information out there. I think yeah, I think Frank's met him before. Okay. Yeah. Frank's, really? And Frank is real. Frank is so. definitely real. All yeah. right. Maybe Elon yeah. Musk is real. Sorry. Sure he is. Didn't mean to. This new, um, yeah, so. Happy 420 to everyone out there. Mm-hmm. All those artists out there with a marijuana cigarette in their hand right now. Want to play one of these songs? We salute you. Yeah. Which song do you want to play? Uh, do, do In the Pines first. This is uh, the newest street hit. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mr. Andrews and Dr. Valentine. Live. <laughs> Beautyradio.fm. Oh, one, two, three, two.
That's great. I really like your rendition of that. Wow, what a great audience. Yeah, man, this place is just getting packed by the second. Yeah. <laughs> getting all geared up for this comedy festival in March. I'm excited. Um, this show tomorrow is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, this is a perfect venue for for this, for yeah. our styles. Yeah, it's good for us to mm-hmm. take it inside. We've never, yeah, we never had a formal set. We've never had like a formal practice session, you know? No, that's right, yeah. That's what Which the street's is, for. Yeah. Uh, it's organic. It's, it is very organic. Certified. Yeah, we all, I mean, we individually, we had, we had practiced oh, course, our instruments yeah. before we started playing together, so that counts for something. <laughs> and that's important, too. Mm-hmm. I lucky... played a mandolin before we started this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This uh, Lucky Horseshoe, um, where you guys are playing tomorrow, uh, th- there's a band, they're called the Bernal Hillbillies, and... Uh, this it's total bluegrass. It's got this bluegrass kind of feeling about it. It has that kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Busking is just um, such a big thing. I feel like you know now, and just kind of the times that we're at, especially in San Francisco. I mean, you San Francisco as compared to New York or Nashville, Tennessee. There's people out playing on the street, and people are all you know cool about it because it's more like normal. But here. Mm-hmm. I feel like, unless you're in the Castro, I think the Castro's, that's a sweet spot. Yeah. I mean, but, there's, um, there's always going to be people at the Ferry Plaza, um, people down by, you know, along the, by Pier 39, that's permitted down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll see, you'll see it on Hate Street, Upper Hate Street, um, but there's not really a, not a real strong busking culture in, in San Francisco, it's just... But I like like that. Kind of makes it more like the Wild Less West. competition. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like. You ever try to busk in New Orleans? Like, no. People are super territorial down there. Yeah. People can get. I mean, Dangerous. even even down by like I used to play on Market more when I was playing with a group, and it was re- definitely territorial and definitely you, you needed you would need to you would need to know people. You would need to have other street performers vouch for you mm-hmm. to be like. And they would, they would, dude, they'd be great. Like somebody would get, you know, be like, dude, you can't. How long, are you, how long have you been at this spot? Like, when are you gonna be there? And like, one of like the hip hop dancers would come up, and be like, yo, man, you need to leave this dude alone. I've known this guy for like five years, which is total bullshit, you know. But still, they, it's stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, how long That's have you bad. really been doing this? Yeah. They, they do stuff too, like, to like, do you have, do you have another job? Like, what's your, what's your job? How do you, how do you make a living or whatever? Like I'm a musician, they're like, but you have another job besides playing on the street, right? Because then they want to say like, this is my only means of income, so you need to relinquish the spot to me. You know, I need to get the spot or whatever. I need to play right now, right here where you're playing. And I went, I went busking in Amsterdam before too, and it's definitely you need a permit to go everywhere. But, but there's like, yeah, there's, there's whatever you want, unspoken. Rules and rhetoric and... The unwritten rules of the road. Yeah. Um, and some people are really nice and some people are dicks. Um, and, yeah. It's and some people are on our spot before us. And then you figure... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. 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 So it was funny, actually. I had met Pam. She's the uh, one that runs a radio station here at MutinyRadio.fm. <laughs> or here, you know. And I ran into her at the back, in the back of Bender's. That's where we met. And I just had a guitar... And it was all, you know, scruffed out. And um, and so her and I, we were talking about 
potentially starting a, uh, a candy club. So to go out and busking on the street and selling candies on the street. <laughs> Would it be hilarious? I think it could, I think, you know, there's, it definitely helps to have something to sell. Like, I, I think about that. Like, mm. eventually if we, I don't really want to, like, us to do a studio album. Though. I'd like it if we could just, like, somehow get a live album done really good somewhere. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, five. Like, we've yeah. played at a cafe and, like. Hey, hey Brendan Cattell, <laughs> you should give us a feature Oh we, yeah, if we did a good feature and like yeah. the recording track, yeah, that'd be. I mean, that's that's a good example too. Mm-hmm. But then just yeah. and then have that to sell, and I mean, it'd be good if it sounded good. But people <laughs> yeah, when they that helps. if yeah. they if they have the experience of like, <coughs> they feel like they when you play on the street, people feel like they're discovering you. You know what I mean? They're like, wow, like this is um, whatever. Like where it could be some diamond in the rough or mm-hmm. whatever, or you know. Uh, and so they genie in a bottle. If, if they want to, if they want <laughs> that name's already taken. Though. If they want to keep or take some souvenir of it, you know, I mean, they'll leave. People will leave a tip, you know, if they appreciate what we're doing. But if we had something to sell, you know, a candy bar or a, or a CD, you know, people like to people want to buy that and have that whatever token, uh, some souvenir from the experience. And you gotta make that content. You you gotta have something to sell. Yeah. So I I love merch too, and like I've seen that. What is that? Hmm? You have a. I mean, the, the shirt like. To have merch oh. is really great, but then it's people... It's a TSA shirt. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. Both for Bernie. That's a, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see that? You're sitting right by that sign. Should you a picture. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah 2020 yeah. Bernie. Can everybody see the sign right yeah. now? Yeah. Okay. Muni Radio is yeah. all for Bernie. Who isn't in San Francisco? Uh, the fucking mayor. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mayor London endorsed Bloomberg. Anyways. Um, <laughs> what I say, like, with merch... Is that you buy it once and then you just have it in your closet. Mm-hmm. But if you had something that, you know, people could come back for more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like, you know, slinging coffee on the street might be kind of tough because all these cafes and stuff, you're competing. But if you're if you're selling like a lollipop and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. one of three shirts that Sean Mahoney owns is a pink pink shirt. Yeah. Yeah, my, he only my has three shirts. My my four. <laughs> <laughs> the other which is a Kai King shirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is a cool shirt. That's a limited edition fuck the police pink pink shirt. <laughs> one of a kind. Um and it is it's a great it's a very I mean, I considered keeping that, you know, for my archives, but mm-hmm. I have enough of my own merchandise that I am happy that uh that Sean digs it. I appreciate him wearing it. <clears throat> Looks good on him. Sean looks good in a fuck the police shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very natural fit. You know. That's great. That's awesome. I think it'd be fun to have some accessories, too. Like you some uh, keychain, bottle cap opener. Yeah, lighter. what? A lighter. A yeah, lighter seems like the way. Yeah. I don't know. Matchbooks are kind of cool. Matchbooks, yeah. Ma- Mer- that's, that's Merch is a tricky cool. thing. You don't want to be some schlockmeister. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. look, we put our band name on everything. Yeah. Like, no, it's like... I have a hot water <laughs> kettle, you know? Yeah. But some things are cool. Like, I've seen lighters before. I made matchbooks before. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are more of a giveaway, but they looked really cool. Um, even like a mug... Bands are starting to do tote bags too, like something where you you actually use it. Like I use tote bags for groceries or whatever. So 
you know. I don't want to sell something to somebody that they don't even need or, you know. But why would somebody buy something that they didn't need either? Yeah. So, yeah. Why would someone buy something they didn't need? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like <clears throat> that uh, that Livestrong thing, you know, the, the, the wristband, that was a huge, that was the biggest thing that I remember, like, my whole life. Real middle school hours right Just now, a dollar, yeah. right? It's just a dollar and everyone's wearing it. It's this big hype and yeah. it was for a good cause and... I was in a band that did those. We really? did those bracelets. Gosh, I remember. I think we still have some. Yeah, that's a, or sorry, that's I awesome. still have some. The, the shit's in my, in my basement. My home is also in a basement, so it's it's a big basement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice basement. It's a there's nice, a dog. It's a nice basement. Yeah, and there's windows. Yeah, so. it's not. Yeah, it's not a full dungeon. I do have a dungeon, but I don't sleep in the dungeon. Very it's important. a subset of the basement yeah. the dub, or the dungeon is, yeah. Dungeon smells like gas, too. Gonna... Gotta be careful, yeah. Speaking of dungeon, uh, we got a song here. Um, Columbus Stockade, it's an old folk song. Um, it's kind of written about somebody who's in jail. That feeling. Yeah. I heard this, first heard this tune. Uh, it's uh, the Woody Guthrie and Cisco Houston version. We kind of do... Basically, an arrangement of mm-hmm. that. We kind of, I kind of pulled lyrics from different versions, but we, we yeah, this one's kind of based off the Woody Guthrie, Cisco Houston, two guitar, two vocal. Mm-hmm. I think I knew, I knew more like the Bill Monroe version, but that lends itself to the mandolin really easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Woody Guthrie, wow, what a pioneer! Mm-hmm. It's a great one. Great man. Here we are, Mr. Andrew oh, and Doctor Valentine here live.
That's great. So what? Um, you, you this is a little uh, recording from you guys. Did you guys record it live or did you single track? Yeah, we just did it live. <sighs> yeah, that's the and way it, I like it. Yeah, we we spent like a couple hours recording and mostly because we couldn't figure out how to yeah, work. Most uh, of it was troubleshooting. The plan was originally I have like a, well, I thought I had a good. Uh, like a good mastering cassette deck, really good Tascam two like two track tape recorder. And uh, after recording and getting good takes of it, we realized that only one channel. We did two just just two microphones too, so one kind of pointed at me, one kind of pointed at him. But the tape player only recorded one of the mics. Fun times. So we said, oh well, we'll just we'll run we'll mon- we'll run, send the monitor from the tape to my computer so we'll just record we'll bounce it off the tape heads and just get it in the get in the computer that way which is something that people do sometimes and then we did that for a little while and then the tape stopped because it ran out of tape and then we were like (laughs) forget this like we'll just turn off turn on again yeah we we still we still bounced it through the tape deck like because i had some preamps and compressors like running in there um but yeah this this you know, sadly, these were not the, our best versions of it, and and at least from what we what we thought. Um, but but <laughs> that's kind, yeah. that's kind of the process that's of the, recording. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the you know, being an artist. That's what it feels like, no matter what. I feel like. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just have to settle, and you know, there's 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 good stuff in all these takes too. Like the idea of one take being better than another is more. It's kind of a vague idea. Who who knows? Maybe somebody thinks this one sounds better than the other. And, yeah. But in the end, we got one take of each song, and that's so, all. That's yeah. like that's all we need. Let's let's call it. Well, we didn't. Like, we went out busking after. <laughs> yeah, right. But that uh, is really great. I I don't know. You know, someone I had on the show last week. They're a, a jazz uh, singer songwriter, and and her she had a trumpet player, and they did a lot of busking too. I find that that's becoming more rare by the day. I, what if we just got to get a busking crew together, man? <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel think, like a duo is perfect. To have more yeah. than that is a little like okay. Yeah, I mean the beauty, the beauty of busking should be in it's the simplicity of it all. You know, um, if it's too much of a schlapper, it's too complicated scheduling wise. It's, it's it loses its power to me. Um, I think what works for us about it is that we don't we don't use any amplification. Like it's pretty common for buskers to use you know a bat whatever battery battery powered amp or something. Use a microphone or plug in. Yeah, we just go all acoustic, play pretty loud, you know. But um, but yeah, it's just nothing to plug in, and and also cops will like kind of bust you on a technicality. It's like I don't even think it's true, but they'll be like, oh, you can't use amps. That's like this rule. rule uh, you can't unwritten rules of the road. Yeah, unwritten rule that's enforced Marshall by Marshall Half Stack. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah, they say you can't use an amp. But there's actually no law that says, you know, thou shalt not use an mm. amplifier on the street because, I mean, there just isn't. I mean, the only thing in, that's in print, like in the law, is there's the rules about how much noise you're allowed to make. Like decibel points. Yeah. <clears throat> They'll be like, you can't, whatever it is, you can't be above 55 dB because 55 dB is the, no, the that's how loud street noise is. And that's, I mean, but that's a, a good way to think about it. <clears throat> like sometimes when we play, if a bus like stops and it's like, 
Oh, yeah. And it's just idling right next to us. We'll just kind of like vamp Way, for yeah. as many bars as it takes for it to leave. You know, so we are, we do compete with the noise that's there. We're not trying to be the loudest thing out there. I mean, we, we want to be the loudest thing, but, um, you know, we can't, we can't compete oh, with yeah. buses and yeah. honks and cars Fire trucks. Fire, yeah, ambulance. And, you know, you a couple compete. crazy people. Yeah. I, uh, I, I find that too, like, because I'm a, I'm a busker as well. Um, but I'm mainly just out there by myself. It's kind of lonely sometimes. But um, oh yeah, busking by yourself is hard. You know, like <clears throat> you have become a little bit more mysterious if you don't have like a like somebody like a wingman. It's better with the wingman because then you can just like take pee breaks and so like can watch the stuff. <laughs> somebody can watch yeah. the stuff. It's cool. Basically, I need to go pee like every forty to sixty minutes. Um, wonder why yeah I don't know <laughs> yeah no that's fun that's another story I'm like doctor doctor I'm going pee like 20 times a day uh, how many drinks are you having a day 20. oh about 20 <laughs> yeah it's really interesting you know because depending on where you're playing and the acoustics and I was at um, in front of uh, Trader Joe's in Knob Hill and Hyde in California yesterday and there's something about the acoustics of being in that parking lot. Like I could hear everything, you know, but then the other day I was out in front of a Soma street food truck park on mm-hmm. 11th and 13th right there. I think uh-huh. most people know. Um, and I couldn't hear a damn thing. I was playing. I was really like just strumming the hell out of the guitar. And it's like, you couldn't hear it. Mm. And so for some of these places, um, I experimented um, going to, it was like this adult uh, baseball league, and I brought in a little mini electric amp and had my Dan Electro. And so since, you know, we know the game of baseball, we know when to play and not to play. So I was I was playing this thrash rock, like, like before the batter went on. <laughs> so like, I would know when to stop. I could see how it would be like intrusive if somebody that didn't know the game, they're just making some noise in the background. Mm-hmm. But I was just like thrashing, and then while the, while the you know the pitcher's warming up, and then you know when the batter steps up, then then I'd stop. Um, but somebody had actually um, that hurt that I was there that day, and I'm just like I feel like that's what it is. We're almost breaking down that bias. Just because you're playing music on the street doesn't mean that you're homeless or questionably housed. I feel like that's yeah. become that. I'm not saying that everyone thinks that. I mean, yeah. If it means you'll give me a a dollar because you think I'm homeless. Yeah, you can think I'm homeless or whatever. Um, no judgments. Yeah. I've learned, uh, I kind of try and manipulate that a little bit. Like, <clears throat> don't dress too nice. I mean, if you're out there in a, in a tuxedo, you know, playing some fancy things, somebody's, people going to, maybe not, I don't know, maybe they will, but my, th- I've always thought like if we just come more authentic, you know. Where are your work yeah. boots? Yeah. You, you know, don't dress up too much. Don't dress down. You know, show show some effort. Mm-hmm. You know, people people respond to that if you look kind of yeah kind of okay. Like you know, you're a little cleaned don't look up, like a scary crazy person. Right. Don't look like a scary crazy <laughs> look person. Look inviting. Yeah. But uh, you know, don't feel like you need to. Um, Maybe like a miscreant. You know, yeah, or uh. just somebody's just yeah, somebody's just misun like a misunderstood. You know, basically more what I am. Like, I do want your money. Please give me some money. I. I swear I'll put it to good use. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna 
spend buy it on alcohol. I'm only gonna buy some <laughs> well, alcohol. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, yeah, I'm entitled to that. Hell you know, yeah, man. Every, I mean, it's better than crack. <laughs> you know, everybody buys drugs, man. It's people with money and people without money. I don't know. You can't make any. You can't make any judgment about that. But no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I'd spend it poorly. It's not like I'm gonna go. I'm not buying overpriced sneakers or something. Yeah. Or I'm not like taking that money and I don't know. I'm spending it on food and booze pretty much. That's it. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. I think uh, some smokes. And yeah. smokes. Marijuana smokes. Mm-hmm. smokes. All kinds of smokes. All <clears throat> kinds of smokes. I, uh, at one point, I think the sweater was my signature. To just I, I I was in this thrash rock band. I was just playing bass guitar because at the time in my personal like career, I didn't feel comfortable being in the the lead singer of a band called Ten Sack. Hell yeah, <laughs> Ten Sack. So I was just like, okay, I think I'm gonna take a a step back on this and not, you know, be the lead singer of a band called Ten Sack because <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable enough like in a, my career like, um. But that was the thing as I was just the mysterious bass player with a weird like sweater on i should bring that back but i feel like like my like a rivers cuomo sweater sweater or Um, style no it was just uh it's super yeah it was just like didn't even make any sense it looked like a blanket or something like so like like the dude like big lebowski style i wonder if i could pull up a picture right now he was more i thought the dude was wearing a poncho Oh, that, no, that was like a like a cardigan. Yeah. Oh, you cardigan too. Yeah, I wear a sweater. Pull over. Yeah. It's a cardigan. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Great oh, I love that. I feel like that's my that's my foundation is Dumb and Dumber. It is one I, of the. Fu- I've seen that movie more than most movies I've seen, and I've seen a lot of movies. And I've seen a lot of movies multiple times, but that one's way up there. That one's up there. I remember I made a Dumb and Dumber reference. This. You know, girl. I don't know. Well, I mean, I like girls, but a girl is whatever being a girl means to you. And being a friend comes with friendship. Mm-hmm. But uh, I made a Dumb and Dumber joke reference, and she didn't know Dumb and Dumber in the quote. So she was like, okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One time, I, one time I, I was... remember one scene from Dumb and Dumber, and that's where he like rips the guy's heart out and puts it in the doggy bag. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. One time I was dating a girl and I was like, um, I asked her about Clueless and she's like, on, she's like, oh yeah, that came out before I was born, but I've seen that movie. And I was like, oh my God, cool. when did Clueless come out? Oh man, that was a good one too. Mid nineties. You can't tell. Paul Rudd looks the exact same age. So yeah, Paul Rudd. So that's not a good way to measure it. He's either, he either has, either, either he just doesn't have a guilty conscience or it's the opposite. Packed with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been drinking adrenochrome, you know. <laughs> it has like that. It was Clueless, Dumb and Dumber, and Tommy Boy. Oh, God. I love Tommy Boy. Great, great movie. That's a little bit older, though. That's more like... Later on? That's like the 80s, right? No. No, no, no. It was 90s. When was Tommy Boy? <clears throat> when, did, when did, uh... When did, when did, uh... uh Tommy uh, Boy? Yeah, when did Black what's his name? What? Oh, Chris no. Farley. Chris yes. Oh, don't please forgive me. Uh, when did he die? That was like '96. He died of that drugs. Right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, we, this this is all just a Google search away, but here we are. Uh, yeah, we only got time for that. Yeah, no. 
play want to play that last song one more song yeah <clears throat> yeah rest in peace chris farley yeah rest in peace chris I'm farley sorry. this one's for you Was rest it, sorry. yeah sorry i shouldn't say that it's good that's gonna leave a mark oh if you want to call in call in right now okay? oh, yeah, this is a great now time a to call in you guys um, we got Mr. Andrews and Doctor Valentine. Just say, actually, just Mr. Andrew, because my first name is Andrew. It's like a first name, Mr. Thing. Oh, I didn't, yeah, yeah. Mr. Andrew and uh, Doctor Valentine here, eight zero five eight six nine eight two one zero. Again, it was eight zero five eight six nine eight two one zero. Whoever calls in wins a box of candies. This is a. One Is more it, time. It was 805. 805. 8610. 8210. All right. Um, Mr. Andrew, Dr. Valentine, <laughs> and uh, the Candyman a call. You'll be in for something sweet. Here we go. Recorded in a home studio.
Wow. I just can't imagine walking by seeing you guys play on the street. Yeah. I'd be shocked. A lot of of people ignore us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? A lot of people give us money, too. Yeah. We hear it. You're like through the sound waves. Like, even if they want to ignore you, they can't entirely ignore you because it's getting through their ears, you know? Yeah, Yeah. a lot of them wear those ear ear pods or air pods with the... Thing, so they're, oh, that's they're, right. They're not even on the, in the same. They're in the Matrix. You know, they're in the Matrix. We're not in the Matrix. All right. They're in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. We are free. But it's discouraging yeah. that you see somebody with like a guitar on their back or carrying like a violin, and then we're playing, and they just don't even look over. It's like, yo, don't you even like? Just look at uh, look at us. They're you, jealous. They're jealous. jealous. Yeah. They don't want to look directly at yeah. us. They'll turn to stone. <laughs> That's strange, yeah. Yeah, whatever. yeah, well we're gonna we're gonna go busking after this. Mm-hmm. Where's that you we'll we'll eighteenth and Castro? Well, maybe. So around there? And we'll see. Maybe. We we own the whole neighborhood, so <clears throat> That's a great spot. Um but uh but yeah, that'll be good. A little Friday night action. Mm-hmm. We're trying to catch a show later. Harlow's Monkeys and Oh, no way, they're playing tonight? Yeah, they're playing Honey, Honey Hive, like oh, way out there. on Terravel. Is that tonight? Wow. It's tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of shows tonight, actually. Or, you know, more than yeah, three. Yeah, Sour Widows are playing somewhere. There's a cool um, Smiths cover band playing at the chapel tonight. Oh, wow. Um, and then, there, yeah, what's it called? This Charming Man, that's what they're called. Uh, this band <laughs> Ice Cream is playing at Bottom of the Hill. Um, I think I did see that, but it, gosh, you know what? I feel like in kind of the way things are these these days, like my 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 social media is just blown up with all these invites, and it's like, you know, I don't know. I feel like to a certain extent, no one got time for that. Yeah, yeah. I just think uh, it was cool, you know, because I've been experimenting, you know, with busking and handing out flyers on the street. I'll be curious to see how many folks, you know, go to the show. 
yeah, that I'll, you actually meet on the street. I'll be really impressed. Yeah, we we've been we've been having fly, we had flyers out yet. on the street yeah. for the past whatever couple of weeks we've been out there, and I think we gave at least at least a few people picked them up. Mm-hmm. If I was gonna bet money on it, no, they're not coming. Those 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 little handbills are in the are yeah. hopefully in the recycling. Somewhere. Gary might come. <laughs> Gary. He seemed in for yeah. Trump rabies. Um, he 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 got a flyer. So. Yeah. Trump rabies. So Trump that would rabies. be. F- I thought of that uh, it'd be really entertaining if Trump rabies called in. Can you imagine? Oh yeah. I don't think he has a cell phone because last time I saw him, he's like, "Will you film my set I'm doing tonight?" I'm like, "All right, sure. Just give me your phone." He's like, "No, I don't have a phone." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, so I'm not filming you?" He's like, "No, no, 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 no. Just film it on your phone and then send it to me." I'm like, "I don't even know how that works." He's like, "Well, what are you doing later? Let's go to the all-night Starbucks and I'll show you." And I'm like, "Dude, I know where that is." We're, yeah. yeah. I'm like, "I'm not <laughs> hanging out with you yeah. late at night. I don't even really like coffee." Um, and you, yeah, and w- I thought about, I was thinking about today how it would be fun <clears throat> to solicit like these, uh, these restaurants around town and go there like after the show, be like, call like a restaurant and be like, Hey, um, can we come and play a song? Cause I feel like that's what it is. Is like, if you're walking in and playing a song, people kind of get freaked out. But if you kind of give them a heads up and be like, Hey, we're going to come in and play a song. Then, um, they're expecting it. Mm-hmm. Taco Rio is a great place. <coughs> yeah. Pancho, uh, yeah, isn't that, what's the one that called, uh, no, the place on 24th, Casa Sanchez? Casa Sanchez, oh yeah, they right there on the They used to do shows there. Really? Went to a few punk shows at Casa Sanchez. I think There's it was a Velvet Cantina. Are you talking about Velvet Cantina? Or is that I might be getting confused. There's a lot of Taco Rios around here. <laughs> I'm actually looking at one right now. Yeah, yeah, she can see it. You got a hot rod parked right in front of it too. Yeah, but yeah, no. Hopefully tomorrow night. Um, it, I'm sure we'll see a lot of the the usual suspects. Yes. It's a very friendly show. Chris Mendoza. Mm-hmm. Pizza dumpster. Pizza dumpster. <laughs> yeah, he's thinking. Big, that's so oh, that's supposed to be a surprise. Oh, so just, like, yeah, there. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. Of course, J.W. himself and our Blunt. buddy Oscar <laughs> may or may not have his full band. I'm not sure. Fun. Yeah, I think he's not having the full band. We so tonight, out. you're going to be busking around, potentially going out to Honey Hive um, to see the Harlow Monkeys. Yeah, hey, Harlow's Monkey. Also, mm-hmm. Jake Tittle mm-hmm. and uh, he's on the road with Mini Trees. So. Okay. Yeah, and then um, we could catch you tomorrow at the Lucky Horseshoe in Bernal Heights. Yeah, 453 mm-hmm. Cortland. Oh, wow. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's a really fun bar. Mm-hmm. Family owned, operated. Come buy some drinks. Yeah. There's I'm actually thirsty for a drink right now. What? Yeah. I'm always thirsty for a drink. <laughs> awesome. Well, we are winding down to the end of the show. Would you guys like to play one last song? Well, this is live. Yeah, yeah. we're going to try something live here. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I guess we could play something live. We did tune up our instruments mm-hmm. and are already to play a song. So. Yeah, so Mr. Andrew and Dr. Valentine live. Mutiny Radio FM. Here we are.
Valentine. It was awesome having you guys on the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Catch you guys on the street tonight. Yeah, but yeah, you know maybe we'll see you at Honey Hive. Find us. Yeah, we'll be at Honey Hive. Harlow Monkeys. Jake Tittle, Mini Trees. There's always something going on. The crab. Great. Thank you, Jadel. Yeah. Looking forward to this show tomorrow. It's gonna oh, be fun. It's gonna be. It's gonna be classic. You know. Come see the real the real kings of uh, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco royalty. He's actually direct descendant of Emperor, Emperor Norton. Norton. Yeah. yeah. You are. That makes a lot of sense. But yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, one of the few. Uh-huh. Few, few in the proud. I was actually raised in a monastery by, uh, by James Joyce himself. Yeah. I got that going for us. Yeah. I got some chi- ties to Joe DiMaggio, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Martinez. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. Rock and roll. Have a sweet evening.
It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun!
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. 
Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. Love. 
Jake Shields, and I got my radio station on for Rodney on the Rock.
thank you to Mose Ellison who's smashed and uh we're smashed as far as money goes so we need you folks to come out and and help us donate when you go to the website click on there and give us some some of that paper coated with chlorophyll dollar bill and this is this is going out to Tina Weymouth and her and her friends over in the Nassau area Flatback Blasting Mini Radio. FM. Believe in miracles. Where you from? You said something, said something, you. I believe in miracles. Since you came along, you said something. your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in 7 days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or, if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? 
Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Chromatic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. It's happy hour. It's the happiest two hours of stand-up comedy on a Friday that you can find on the radio, streaming live everywhere in the world, and here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street. We have a room full of comedians and a really excited, an exciting host. Clap your hands. 